His first company failed miserably. Second one pumps out healthy cash flow for them, a couple hundred grand per month for him and his co-founder. They're using that to fund their SaaS company, Predict Leads. They used to just sell leads. Now they sell data more like a clear bit or full contact. They're scaling nicely up to about 30 customers that pay on average 12 grand per year. So doing about 300 grand, 350 grand in annual recurring revenue. Uh, that's up from about 40K in uh, a run rate in 2017. They're basically bootstrapped 15 grand from an accelerator that uh, paid again, 15 grand for about 8% of the company launched in 2015 their team of six in Slovenia again serving and giving data to folks like VCs and other folks that value data related to employee hiring partnerships and things of that nature this is the top entrepreneurs podcast where founders share how they started their companies and got filthy rich or crash and burn each episode features revenue numbers customer counts, and other insider information that creates business news headlines. We went from a couple hundred thousand dollars to 2.7 million. I had no money when I started the company. It was $160 million, which is the size of many IPOs. We're bootstrapped. We have like 22,000 customers. With over 5 million downloads in a very short amount of time, major outlets like Inc. are calling us the fastest growing business show on iTunes. I'm your host, Nathan Latka, and here's today's episode. Hello, everyone. My guest today is Rox Siever. He's from Slovenia and obviously in Europe. He has a BS in electrical engineering, 31 years old, and is on his third startup. His first one failed miserably. His second one became a lifestyle business. Now he's building his third predict leads. He also loves sports and creativity and hopes to produce a movie by 2025. Rox, are you ready to take us to the top? I sure am. You don't seem eccentric enough to produce a movie. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess, uh, I believe in creativity. <laughs> I think, uh, that drives all of us and, um, and yeah, movies are one way of, uh, I guess, expressing oneself. <laughs> That's good. All right. Tell us about predict leads. What's the company doing? How do you make money? Yeah. So basically we provide competitive intelligence via API. We crawl billions of information pieces using uh, machine learning and extract signals like new partnerships companies are making, new clients they're signing up, uh, hiring intent. And then basically we provide this data, we sell this data to data-driven VCs, uh, corporate VCs, sales enablement platforms, and strategy or innovation departments. Okay. And is it a pure play SaaS model or is it a pay-per-lead? Yeah, it's a pure SaaS model. Okay. And give me a general sense. What's the average customer going to pay you per month? Um, we have annual contracts that start with 6K per year okay. and go up to 50K per year. Okay. Would you say 6K per year is a fair average or it's higher? Average would be around, I guess, 12K. Okay. That's, so that's pretty healthy. I mean, this is a, you're kind of, you know, getting into the enterprise space at this price point. Tell me more about the story. When did you launch the company and why did you decide to get into this space? Yeah. So we launched in 2015. Um, why did we go in this space? Basically, so with our previous startup, we were trying to sell into to businesses, to sport clubs, basically. Uh-huh. And we saw that if we personalized uh, our messages, the conversions went up. And since we are all engineers, all, all co-founders are engineers, we tried to personalize, not personalize, we tried to um, automate the process so that's how uh, Predict Leads was born, basically. Oh, that's great. Okay, good. And so where have you scaled to today? How many customers are you now working with? We're 
Yeah, um, around 30. Okay, so 30 customers and have you bootstrapped the company or have you raised capital? Um, we bootstrapped, we received some, uh, so we were in a startup bootcamp accelerator. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, uh, it's bootstrapped. Okay, how much did the accelerator give you? Like 120,000, something like that? No, no, yeah, this is a smaller one, European one. So it's, uh, yeah, we gave 8% equity for, for 15K. Okay, but this was back when you had nothing, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, okay, very good. And, um, and, and walk me through like the growth story. How'd you get the first customer? Oof, yeah, it's uh, doing, so we're doing big data and we, with big data, you need a long time and lots of effort to teach the machines what is a specific signal. You need lots of data. It's, uh, yeah, it took us a long time. It took us, I guess, a year to get the first client. How'd you fund um, the company between 2015 and your first client? Yeah, so European Union has um, uh, grants for more innovative companies. We also, our previous startup allows uh, allows us also uh, to work on, on this one full time. So yeah, with a combination of both, we were able to, to go basically a year and a half without any money, basically. Okay, and that's the sec- your second startup, you said turned into a lifestyle business. Where did that, I mean, what is, can you give me the general size of that? Is that do a million a year, 10 million a year? Where is that generally? No, 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 it's, uh, it's, uh, in hundreds of thousands, uh, around a hundred thousand per year. Okay. Small but team it's, though, it's, uh, yeah. you and your founder basically run it or what? Yeah. It just, the two of us. Okay. Well that's good. Actually, if you're doing a couple hundred thousand a year and they're just two of you guys and you can use the cash flow to start the new company. Yeah. Yeah. We, we, we were lucky there. All right. So how much do you want to sell predict leads for so you can fund your next movie? Eight million. Eight million. <laughs> <laughs> what do you what do you think you have no. to grow what do you think you have to grow revenue to 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 sell for eight million? Um yeah, they say uh three times uh annual recurring revenue like that. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's three two, three million. I don't know. But two I guess when year. you're doing three million per year, if you like the business and we like the business, I'm not sure if uh I mean it depends on, on lots of factors, right? So this number was was put out uh yeah, a, a bit uh a bit as a joke, yeah. I mean, this, this joke is the number, but, uh, yeah, it depends. I think things change when you, when you, when you, when you have a bigger r- revenues coming in. Yep. And what are you doing today? My monthly revenue on monthly revenue. Yep. Or um, annual, whatever, whatever's easier. Yeah. Um, so basically, um, annual. So till today we've, uh, we've, um, so for 2018, we did um, 150K around there. So far? So far, yeah, so yep. far. And we're halfway through, so maybe if we double that, you call it, you'll do 300, 350 grand this year. Yeah, yeah. Okay, and what were you doing a year ago? Give me a sense of growth rate. Yeah, so a year ago was around uh, 40, 50, I guess. Oh 40, wow, 50, so you yeah. really you really grown fast. Yeah, the yeah we were actually uh, <laughs> it, it looked very dark at the end of 2017, but in the beginning of, of 2018, um, things started to to kind of uh, match together. So yeah, it looks uh, what much that, brighter now. What does that mean? <laughs> what started to match together? Yeah, basically, uh, so with big data, you know, you often you sell to clients uh, in the beginning when we were, we were when we were showing them our data. The data is not great. You got many mistakes in there. They're not happy. 
and you try to correct them. You work, you know, you work seven days per week, you work Sundays, you work holidays. Um, and then at some point, um, yeah, just, uh, we reduce the, the, the errors. So now our accuracy and match rates are really high and our clients are satisfied, satisfied with our results. So basically any, any client that gives us a try, they, um, they decide to take a next step and basically integrate with us. Yep. Yep. So, I mean, was that an intentional change you made to try and turn things around or, or what drove that decision? Uh, the decision to, to, uh, it was not the decision. It's basically, um, which decision you mean? Well, you said there were dark times and then it got better. I'm trying to understand what did you change to make things get better so other people can learn? Uh, yeah, I guess we were going through the, through the startup bootcamp at the time. And I guess we just worked more, <laughs> you know, when, when you're not working from home, when you're in a, in a, and we were in Amsterdam. So when you are like cut off from your friends and family, which is a bad thing, but on the other hand, it's a, uh, it's good because you work more, there are less distractions. So basically we just sent more, more cold emails. We work more on code, which is that more of everything. And, yeah. Uh, and yeah, the results got better. And when, what's the team size today? How many people? Yeah, it's uh, six of us, six of you. And are you all, where are you all based? Uh, all in Slovenia, Slovenia, everybody. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, that's great. So you, do you all work in the same office or you just do coffee shops and stuff? Yeah, yeah, we, we have an office. Um, often, though, two, three of us who are uh, founders don't go to the office every day because it's often uh, easier, less distractions if you work from home. Yeah. Um, but yeah. What is, uh, what's churn? Uh, it's, uh, I guess we don't have lots of data for that, but it, it, it's really low. So basically, it's, uh, I'm not sure. Um, like under, so for the, under, under what would you say? So for the data part, we have not guessed yet lost a customer. We pivoted a bit. First, we were providing uh, our clients with leads. Now we're just providing them, uh, them with data. So uh, those clients that we were providing them with leads, those have churned off a bit. Uh, but the ones with the API, where we provide API access to company intelligence, to business intelligence, um, we, we don't have any, any churn yet. As you guys know, the task management space and team communication market is extremely hot. We've had many of the folks in the space on, but most recently, Asana raised about $50 million, giving it about a $1.5 billion valuation, up from $900 million bucks in its last round. So naturally, I'm going to try out Asana and see why it's different from some of the other players. And some things stand out immediately. First off, this thing essentially has replaced email and a few other forms of communication I use to launch Latka magazine. I was able to do it all inside of Asana, whether it's bringing in my developer who built the landing page for the magazine or my writers who write for the magazine or my designers who design the magazine and even the printers, they're all able to easily use Asana, which is rare. Usually there's kind of a different tool for a different area of kind of specialty. So having everyone in one spot made the magazine very efficient. We're now shipping over 10,000 magazines per month out to B2B SaaS CEOs could not have done it without Asana and the ability they've 
built for me to do all this work in one place. It doesn't surprise me why the valuation is 1.5 billion. The question is now is, do they decide to go public in 2019? We'll see, but in the meantime, give your team everything they need to be more productive and focus on the work that grows your business. Try Asana free for 30 days. You can get started now at nathanlatka.com forward slash Asana. That's nathanlatka.com forward slash A-S-A-N-A. How is the data different than, I assume the lead is you're sending them emails. The data is you get the email address, the first name, last name, and some other data points. What other data points do you include in that? Yeah, yeah. so basically, um, yeah, you could compare us with like a clear bit or full contact, but um, we're different in that. Um, so we provide more advanced data. We provide um things like new partnerships companies are making. So basically you would, for example, nathanlatka.com. I'm not sure what's that. Yep. So if you would ping us with nathanlatka.com, we would return you the information on, we have three main data points. One are events from news. Basically we give you anything we find from news content, from PR sites, news sites. If uh, Mashable was writing about uh, Nathan, if you, if you, if you, partnered with any companies, if you made any acquisitions. So this is the first one. We send you the signals, like new partnerships, uh, the partnerships, the, your, your current partnerships, the clients you have signed up, if you launched any products. Um, the second one is um, is hiring intent. We actually check more than 12 million websites and we check their career, career sites, like uh, job opening sites and extract that information. So we provide, if you were hiring, if NathanLatka.com was hiring, we can provide this data to data-driven VCs. They say, okay, these are the companies who are hiring. This is often a good signal um, that the company is growing. Why can't um, they so just get it, that data from LinkedIn? They can. They can. I guess LinkedIn is a bit of a gray area, and you cannot get <laughs> the information uh, that easily off of LinkedIn. That's why also we we don't uh, crawl LinkedIn. Well, I sorry, sorry. I don't, I, don't, I don't mean you crawling LinkedIn. I mean, why do why does somebody pay you 12000 a year instead of just using Sales Navigator on LinkedIn for 50 bucks a month where they see all the employee growth data? Mm, I'm not sure if LinkedIn would give you uh, this information for 12K per year. Also, lots of companies are not having all their job openings um, on, on, on LinkedIn. Um, so yeah, maybe these are the first reasons that come to mind. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm referencing to it's once the employee accepts, accepts the job and they update their LinkedIn, it would be a, a, a lagging indicator versus a leading one. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. So basically we don't, uh, so we only do like company level intelligence. We don't, uh, give information on who is working for who we, uh, so we don't give them information on if Nathan Latka is working for, yeah, Nathan Latka or for Oracle. We just check like, are they hiring for software development? Are they hiring yeah. for IS engineers, for yeah, truck drivers, whatnot? That's great. What is your what are you spending right now to acquire customers? Uh, we're we're really early, so basically just uh, cold emails and using our mentors to to get into accounts. Yep. So imagine it's too early. I mean, to look at economics like lifetime value, months and dollars and payback period stuff like that, right? Um, yeah, yeah, I guess so. Yeah. <laughs> what, what do you, what do you hope to, what do you hope to grow to by the end of the year in, in terms of, in terms that, of revenue? Yeah, I know. I know you said you're at 150 right now. What would be like, what do you think you'll hit by the end of the year? Yeah, we closed quite a few, uh, accounts till now. So our main goal is basically just to make sure we deliver to what we promised to these accounts th- that we closed till now. 
So basically now we have a runway of some uh, 10 months. And um, if, uh, yeah, so our main goal is just keep them, make them happy. And uh, yeah, if we double it, it it's going to be, it's going to be great actually. And if someone comes to you and offers you 2X your current AR, so let's say you're doing 300 grand a year right now, they offer you 600 grand all cash up front to sell the company. Would you sell? No way. <laughs> Why not? <laughs> I mean, we just spent so, so, I mean, <clears throat> so many hours. If, if you just tr- translate uh, how many hours we spend to build what we have, I guess, and um, yeah, it's, uh, that's one. And the second, I guess the potential we have is, uh, is longer. We're, we're not playing this for, for the short term, right? We're in it for the long haul. Yep. Very good. Let's wrap up here rocks with the famous five. Number one, what's your favorite business book? Favorite business book, uh, I guess, um, <laughs> it would be Chris Voss never split the difference. Number two, is there a CEO you're following or studying right now? Um, I read about Jack Welsh. Number three. Yeah, it's a good one. Number three. Is there a uh, favorite online tool you have for building a business besides your own? Um, I guess uh, I like Trello because of simplicity. When you're a startup, I think it still it still works well. No. Number four. How many hours? Oh, sorry. Uh, what's your current situation? Uh, married, single? Do you have kiddos? Um, I have a girlfriend and, uh, yeah, she has a kid, but not with me. That's good. Okay. So, so no, none of your own kids yet, not married, but you got You got a long-term girlfriend and how old are you? Um, 31, 31. And how many hours of sleep are you getting every night? Not a bit less when I'm with a, with a girlfriend, but yeah, I guess uh, six or seven. Yeah. It's seven now. It's seven. That's good. And, and take us home here. Last question. What do you wish your 20 year old self knew? Yeah. Business wise, business wise, I guess when we're building out previous startups, they told we are since we're based in Slovenia, um, they told us or even we thought so that uh, it's good to, to to start out locally and test the and test the product locally, and if it works, expand to bigger markets. And uh, I would say uh, I would I, w- I personally would not recommend that. I would just say go back and just go for the target market from the beginning. Guys, go big from the beginning. You're hearing it here from Rox. His first company failed miserably. Second one pumps out healthy cash flow for them, a couple hundred grand per month for him and his co-founder. They're using that to fund their SaaS company, Predict Leads. They used to just sell leads. Now they sell data more like a clear bit or full contact. They're scaling nicely up to about 30 customers that pay on average 12 grand per year. So doing about 300 grand to 350 grand in annual recurring revenue. Uh, that's up from about 40K in uh, a run rate in 2017. They're basically bootstrapped 15 grand from an accelerator that uh, paid again 15 grand for about eight percent of the company launched in 2015 their team of six in sylvania again serving and giving data to folks like vcs and other folks that value data related to employee hiring partnerships and things of that nature rock thank you for taking us to the top thank you nathan